Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So we are a week into 2020, and hopefully you're still sticking to your goals, and you haven't already given up on your New Year's resolutions, or your goals, or your dreams, or all of those things that you've been thinking about that you were going to do in the final weeks of 2019. And just in case you are kind of wobbling a little bit, what I've got for you today is an absolutely incredible episode. But it was one that was actually very, very difficult to edit simply because Damien Ryder, who joins our show today, was casually showing off. (laughs) I'm just joking. He was recording this episode with myself, but as I sit in my office with a green screen behind me, Damien had palm trees, elephants and the beautiful ocean behind him because he has created the life that he's wanted and although he may not have always seen himself doing the things that he's doing, he is now currently doing it and he's doing it with enthusiasm, with a smile and he's just giving back so much. So very briefly what I'm going to do is just run through some of his credentials because it's absolutely phenomenal and we never really got a chance to kind of pull out all of the stuff because obviously the editing was very difficult because there was like elephants running around in the background and there's a few moments where you're probably going to notice that we've had to chop and change a few of the audio things. So Damien Ryder is an author, he's a multiple world record ultra adventure athlete. I've seen him on the Australian Men's Health magazine, God knows why I was looking at that. He's a creator of the One Breath Meditation. He has been recognized for his international humanitarian work and some incredible physical feats that he's still doing and he's still testing himself to this day. And alongside that, he's just done a bit of TED Talks all over the world. So uh, it's an incredible story. It's one that really inspired me. It was great to obviously connect with him. There is a YouTube video available, but I'm probably just going to throw a few clips there because again, the elephants were trying to get involved and obviously they wanted their say on the Find Your Voice episode. But more importantly, I just want to quickly say, Damien's circumstances, it's not somebody who is just showing you now the glory. He was a victim of child abuse and that's why some of his messages are really, really important because he's showing you that, yes, it may have took him 34 years to really overcome that, but he's overcome it and you can literally do or achieve or be anything that you want to be. This is not a cliche. This is somebody living proof of that. So as it is now a period of awareness for child abuse from the 1st to the 12th of January, I felt this episode was really important. And it's something that I obviously wanted to bring to anyone who may have suffered with this or may be suffering with it or know somebody who has as well. But if you do get a chance, obviously check out Damien's social media handles after this show. I'm sure you're going to enjoy this very, very short episode. And thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for everyone who is now on the Find Your Voice journey for 2020. So without further ado, let's get this interview on the way. Okay, so I am delighted to be able to welcome Damien Ryder on today's episode of Find Your Voice, who is in a much, much more luxurious place than myself, as I can see him now. 
He seems to be loving life. <laughs> the, the sun's out and uh, you can just hear the ocean in the background as well. So Damien, firstly, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just in El Salvador at a place called uh, Masada Point at the moment. And uh, this is where I'm based. And um, yeah, so I just work out of this beautiful hotel and just run retreats from here at the moment. Fantastic. Well, I was actually doing a bit of research, obviously, before you come on the show. Um, one of the things that I found difficult, I suppose, when I was going through researching your yourself was how amazing your CV was. I mean, I was looking at some of the stuff that you've done, some of the, not just physical, but also mental achievements that you've been through. And it was almost kind of my job then, I suppose, to try and extract as much information as I can in this very short amount of time for my listeners. So Find Your Voice initially when it started, I suppose in the first year was kind of people just overcoming that first hurdle, that bit of just overcoming their yeah. anxieties, their imposter syndrome or any sort of fears. And one of the things I really loved about your bio was that you said that you kind of test yourself and challenge yourself physically and mentally to seek what's possible. And that's why I thought you were a perfect guest for this show. And now I'd like to obviously hand it over to yourself. If you could just let the listeners know a little bit about yourself, the things that you've been doing in your career. I mean, obviously they're going to research you after this, but mate, what a career so far. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so look, you know, it, I guess it all just started from, from from my childhood and, you know, it was a little bit rough, went through a bit of child abuse and that and that sort of stuck with me for a long time and I just tried to find all sorts of ways to, to deal with the PTSD from that. And, uh, you know, like I'd traveled the world, I'd done sports, I'd had relationships, I'd had successful businesses, but I was still, uh, you know, finding not finding that peace that I wanted to and until I decided to do this paddle of, uh, of 500 miles down the east coast of Australia, Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it changed my life along the way. You know, 21 shark encounters, so I had, uh, near drownings, loss of food and water, sleeping on the beach at night, 17 days by myself, no support boats or no one on land supporting along. Um, you know, it was just, uh, it was greatest test that I've ever done. And it's probably the greatest test I'll ever do of my life. And mm-hmm. it really set me up for, for what I do now. Fantastic. So I did read a little bit about your child abuse and the PTSD that you went through as well. In your current circumstance now, would you say that still affects your life? Uh, no, not at all. No, nah, like I've got, uh, I've completely cured myself from the PTSD from it and uh, I've got absolutely no emotional attachment to, to what happened. Of course, I still remember things that happened, but yeah, as I said, there's no emotional attachment anymore, uh, which is something I'm proud of, you know, that, that sort of hung on my shoulders for 34 years, controlling my life and uh, getting triggered off every single day with uh, different sights and smells and and actions that people were doing so um so it's good to be able to have broken free of that and to be able to move on and to be able to share this with other people as well absolutely absolutely and now you're obviously traveling a lot i've seen a lot of your social media stuff as well you're doing a lot of speaking as well you're also an author a tedx speaker i mean what's a day-to-day like then for yourself because it seems quite entertaining i mean like i said i'm very jealous of them palm trees right behind you right now yeah look you know it's funny i was out surfing this morning and i was talking to this guy from new york and He's like, you know, what do you do? You know, I'm <laughs> like, well, at the moment, I'm here at this uh, beautiful retreat and, um, and I'm building their retreat programs for people to be able to come here and, uh, and give them that really that week away where they can experience more of themselves and rediscover themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then in between that, I do talks, as you said, TED Talks and that around the world and inspirational talk from schools to corporates to all sorts, really. And then uh, I've written a book and created a form of meditation called the One Breath Meditation. Um, so that's getting published at the moment. And then um, I've got a second book, which is my memoirs, which is I'm writing at the moment. 
and then I'm working towards my next sort of challenges. So for 2020, 2021, I'm doing a TV series with uh, 11 different extreme challenges as well. Fantastic, mate. Just in case your CV isn't enough, you want to add to it, which is obviously exciting <laughs> for all of us to obviously see. One of the things that um, I really actually like, so I've been into the physical fitness space for the best part of eight years. And one of the things I love about fitness is it becomes a mental barrier the moment you can kind of surpass that initial feeling of tired or boredom or whatever you're going through. Yeah. And I always try to tell people, if you can just get past that 50%, you'll almost get a second, a third, a fourth wind, and you can achieve so many amazing things. But even more importantly than that was your humanitarian side. Um, and I've seen some of the work that you're doing and you're not somebody who just preaches it, you're somebody who acts it. And, and for that, you know, I acknowledge you for that. Thanks. And on that, if you wouldn't mind, if you could just share some of that with the listeners, because these are the kind of guests I want to bring on the show, not just people who just seem to have it all figured out and doing the Instagram stuff. You're also doing stuff behind scenes to make a real, real impact. And I absolutely love that. Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff I do is behind the scene. I'm, I'm not actually that big on, on social media. I know we have to do it just to, for people to be able to see what we're doing and that. But um, for me, it's it's more about behind the scenes and really just, just living it. And so at the moment, it's wearing Child Abuse Awareness Week. Uh, which goes from the 1st till the 12th of January. Mm-hmm. And there's events, there's nine different events that are going on all over the world, from paddle outs to, to runs to walks. Uh, we're doing a paddle out here tomorrow morning in El Salvador. You know, so I really work on that. And, and it's really not just about the awareness, it's about educating people on the important sides of things, but also educating people on the tools to be able to keep moving forward. You know, I think there's... There's too much awareness going on for different issues, whether it's suicide or depression or domestic violence, but not much is actually getting done about it. So, so I really spend these next week, 12 days, just, uh, just really giving people the, the total view of it all and the statistics that's what's really happening. But yeah, besides that, I mean, it's, it's every day of my life, you know, I have, you know, maybe two, 300 people reach out to me a week telling me their stories and sharing, you know, horrific stories for the first time. And, um, you know, and we talk about it and I share the tools with them and, um, you know, help people get through what they can, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not something that I set out to do to be, yeah. to be like this and to live this life. But it's, um, you know, after my paddle, it's sort of my, my journey was set for me and it's just, just how I am. And because, uh, because I'm, like to say as authentic as I can. So I make sure I live it, breathe it, experience it, know it before I share it with anyone else. Absolutely. I love that message. I wish more people did that. And you touched on something interesting there. So there's a lot of causes in the world where people are hashtagging it and almost raising awareness. And and I use that quite lightly because that isn't going to change the situation. We need action. And this is something that I'm trying to work towards this year. So the first year was obviously building this podcast and it grew a lot quicker than I actually thought it was going to grow. But now it's not just a matter of let's write something in hashtag mental health. Let's actually change the conversation. Let's change the topic. Let's let's create stuff. And I absolutely love that you're doing that. I yeah. mean, this, this paddle stuff. But again, it doesn't surprise me some of, some of the stuff that you've done. You've got world records in like physical stuff as well. And you just seem to be testing the waters, I suppose, of your potential, which is what I absolutely want from all of the listeners have you got any sort of tips or any tricks or anything like that you could literally give now? And I know it's quite an open-ended question and there might not be an answer for it. For somebody maybe stuck in a rut, because I find that a lot of people have the desire to want to be better and do better. You know, it's 2020, it's a new me, it's a new year, but there's always something 
that's quite common amongst people that they just seem to fall short and not actually go and achieve their goals or maybe overcome that trauma that they've been through. Is there any advice that maybe you could offer? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, just test yourself daily on big and small tests. Just challenge yourself just to be able to, um, you know, hold yourself accountable to be able to keep moving forward, you know, and it can be, you don't have to paddle 500 miles or skateboard across countries like <laughs> yeah. I do. Like I do it in the extreme way. So people think, you know, walking around the block mm. isn't so bad. You know, I take the excuses out of people's lives almost and give them permission to uh, to test themselves, you know. What I do if people say it's impossible, but I it's possible, um, well then, you know, it opens up more doors for other people. So I just tell people just to test yourself little and big, whether it's, you know, a chili eating contest, <laughs> baking a cake for the first yeah. time, you know, getting your, your PB on a run, going out for a surf for the first time, anything that's first or that you've always wanted to do, like it, it might be asking out the, the person who serves you coffee every morning and you've always wanted to, but you've always been too scared, you know, just just set yourself little tests and, um, you know, doors just start opening up after that, you know. I love that advice because so often, I mean, we'll see somebody like yourself who's on the cover of magazines with world records, but we forget that you didn't one day just wake up and suddenly start achieving world records. We kind of forget the story behind it. So I think if we can just action these very, very small challenges on a daily basis, a little bit like myself, 15 months ago, I wouldn't have this conversation with you because I'd be too nervous and shy about having having a conversation with someone. Yeah. Only this year, I've, I've started offering the chance to do a video conversation. So I would like to just sit in a quiet room, being very introverted in my nature. But now I'm sitting here looking and I'm, I'm feeling comfortable. I'm getting over it slowly. So bear with me as I go through my own yeah. journey as well. And this is what I want to encourage people. Like I try and show my vulnerabilities. And for me, this is a big step. Speaking with somebody like yourself who seems an extrovert on, on the exterior you've done some public speaking you've done some incredible things and i'm now trying to push my barriers and trying to give the best information i can give to my listeners as well so for anyone listening it can be as small as literally asking that person who's giving you coffee in the morning or as simple as like you said baking a cake or just trying something new i absolutely love that but yeah just going back on that point yeah look just testing yourself is uh is so important and uh just uh, finding out what you, who you are, and just be proud of of every moment that you that you have in life, you know. And it's uh, people forget the challenges that they've gone through in life, and the tests that build up their resilience to be able to get through to the next challenge. You know, they just uh, they're just happy to get through that tough time and keep moving instead of stopping the process. What what's uh, what's really happened, and how it's strengthened them to be able to get through. You know, and the more we build that up is. You know, they're, they're more tools in our back pocket to take us through to the next challenge. And, you know, what seem like major issues today, you know, in a couple of weeks, if we think about what we've gone through, will just not seem like anything at all. Absolutely. I love that. And I think that was one of the important messages that I recognized this year was to do a self-reflection on 2019. And not just look at the good mm -hmm. stuff, but also look at the bad stuff as well. Because within those moments, that's where we kind of find the resilience tools or the ways that we can overcome adversity. So for anyone listening who's maybe going through something, have a look back at how far you've come in your journey and how well you've done as well. So I absolutely love that. Okay, so just on that then, mate, if I may just segue into a time of adversity for yourself. Now, I always ask this question because again, on the cover now you look like you have it all figured out you're living a great life you're getting chased by elephants live in a podcast interview with myself which is <laughs> very exciting but if you wouldn't mind if you could just kind of give us maybe a story or scenario I mean it could be a year ago it could be back when you were a child or when you went through something and just 
more importantly, the lessons that you learned from it, because I believe that we all go through similar stuff, but very often we seem to think them problems are exclusive just to ourselves, yet we all seem to go through hardship on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as I said at the start, you know, like I went through uh, pretty horrific child abuse, um, sexual, mental, emotional, you know, that stuck with me for a long time. And, and it really just controlled everything and dictated how everything was in my life, you know, and just it really put a, a weight and it, it made everything like every just simple task just seem like a real major issue to try and get through. So for me, you know, after doing the paddle, I mean, that was the greatest challenge of my life and everything that I'd got through there, you know, I learned a lot of tools along the way, but that's not to say that just because I've cured myself with PTSD that life is totally rosy every single day. You know, I, I'm not the Dalai Lama at all. Like yeah. I just... You know, I have my ups and downs like everyone else. But the difference is that, you know, my ups and downs are for today and today's issues. I don't bring them up from the past anymore. So they don't build up. And then when they do, I just deal with them straight away. And then, then away I go. And, and I think that's important for people as well, you know, to, to face the problems as they're there so they don't build up. And then you, you start strengthening. You start uh, learning a lot more about how to deal with issues and, and how to treat your emotions during each action and reaction that you do, you know, instead of just suppressing it down. You know, when we're kids, we, we do things intuitively, like we learn, we explore, including our emotions. And uh, later on in life, we sort of, we, we get taken away from that intuition and start looking elsewhere for, uh, for answers of who we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to act and, you know, we get told you have to be happy all the time, you know, <laughs> yeah. so everyone's trying to find this happiness all the time, but it's so unrealistic and it, and it loses touch with people, people's inner self mm. because when they're not happy, they think their life's over. Yeah. Oh my God. And they freak out and you're like, no, nah, that's just normal. Just explore it, you know, be happy, be sad, be angry, be whatever it is, you know. And the more that you do it and the more you explore it and let it out and then process it afterwards, then you know when these emotions happen, you know it's right, you know you're not losing your mind. Wow, what an answer, mate. Thank you for that. And I think a lot of my dark times in my life have been from suppressing my emotions. And especially as a guy as well, I think it's only recently yeah. become a thing where guys start to talk. And I've actually started a separate podcast just on men's mental health, getting guys to just talk about the silliest things, the things that maybe we think about that our wives or our sisters and our mothers might not know. And it's massively, massively helped. But there was a brilliant thing you just mentioned there in terms of make today's problems just today's problems and kind of figure it out there and then and not think about yesterday or tomorrow. So I think that's really, really important moving forward for people. So yeah. thank you for sharing that. And if I may ask then, so you've got the tools now, you've had a hell of a lot of challenges physically and mentally. In this precise moment right now then, what's your biggest fear? You know what? My biggest fear is actually a physical challenge, and it's not a fear. I don't. I don't really go into anything with um, with fear. It's just I know I need to. I know it's going to test me, mm -hmm. and I know I need to prepare myself to be able to get through it. But it's it's something that um, you know I think about every day, and I probably won't do this challenge for uh, maybe eighteen months away from now. But I, I'm I'm preparing for it now. But apart from that, you know I. Um, I don't know if I have too many fears as such. I just, um, I love learning mm -hmm. and and I've taken away the words try, fail and impossible and I, I just replace them with do, uh, learn and possible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if the worst outcome that we can 
that we get out of any situation is that we learn from it, then it's not so bad. And I, I think if people take that away and take that word, especially fail out of their life, mm. then instantly walls just come down and they're more open to do things and they also succeed a little bit more. You know, they, they don't go into it thinking that they're going to fail. Yeah. They're just going to do it and they're going to learn from it and that's it, you know, and, and that's, um, that's how it should be because there, there's no such thing as fail. You know, no one should, is failing at anything. Everyone's just learning along the way, you know. You're not meant to get things perfect every single time or else life would be pretty boring, I think, you know. It's <laughs> about learning those skills along the way and doing the right thing, wrong thing, but as so long as you stay morally sound mm -hmm. and your um, your intentions are right, mm -hmm. um, I think you're on the right track and you can't really get it wrong. I love that answer. And um, that actually reminded me randomly of one of your taglines. I think it was on your website, triumph over adversity as well. And that was um, something else that resonates as well. And you can hear that in the language that you use for yourself. So we need to remove these words like failure out of our lives because they're not serving us. They're not moving us forward. They're creating limiting beliefs for our lives. So I absolutely love that. And on that note, what we're going to do, Damien, is move us to the fun part of the show. So if you haven't heard this part of the show, what I do is just for the next 60 to 90 seconds, I ask you a bunch of random questions where it's a one word or a one sentence answer, mate. So whenever you're ready, we're going to get started. All right, let's rip in. Okay, we're going to go in three, two, one. Okay, your favorite quote or mantra? Uh, live life to the fullest. Your favorite film? Uh, Scarface. Your proudest achievement? My 500 mile paddle. Your preferred genre of music? Rock. If you had an extra hour a day, how would you spend it? Uh, giving to others. I love that. The best lesson anyone has ever taught you? Uh, sort your own shit out yourself. If you could get the listeners to practice one thing a day that would benefit them, what would it be? Test yourself. If you could abolish one thing in the world, what would it be? Child sex slavery. What is your favorite book? Uh, besides the one I wrote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, I don't know. I don't read too many books, okay. to be honest. Well, what was the book that you wrote? Uh, so I wrote a book called One Breath Meditation. It's a new form of meditation. What are you secretly good at that nobody knows? Probably counting. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The ability to read minds or predict the future? Neither. I like, I like to explore it all. I don't want to know. I just explore it. Your biggest role model? Uh, my biggest role models are anyone who's stepping out of their comfort zone. I love that. Damien, what would you like to be remembered for? I don't know. Just, uh, just being a good bloke, I mm, guess. I love that. Your biggest goal for 2020? Do these 11 challenges and not die. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed you stay safe. And finally, if you could sit with one person, dead or alive, for an hour, who would it be? Uh, Johnny Depp. Fantastic. How did you find that? Yeah, that was cool. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, best of luck for the 11 challenges. And what I'm going to do as well is your book. I'll put it in the show notes at the end as well, if anyone is interested, because I think meditation has come up on so many episodes and it's something that even myself, I'd be very interested in learning about as well. So thank you for sharing that as well. Yeah, cool. No worries. Yeah. And if anyone wants to uh, get any more private coaching, they can come out here to Mazada Point in El Salvador, or I do uh, private in-houses as well, clients. Fantastic. Okay, so we're kind of coming towards the end of the show now, Damien. And the last two questions are about reflection and legacy. So firstly, I want to talk about reflection. So hindsight is a wonderful thing, as you know. It teaches us ways to get to where we are quicker, easier, or with less heartache. But at the same time, I feel the journey teaches us so much as well and really makes us who we are today. So knowing what you know now with all of your tools and your mindset as it currently stands, if you could maybe go back to a younger Damien, maybe 
where you were confused or just struggling with a specific area of your life and whisper something in your ears, what would you say? Uh, you'll get through it. Love it. Nice and simple. Yeah. Mm. And finally then, so the final question I'd like to ask is actually about a book. So it's about legacy. And if in 150 years time, by the way, it can't be your current book. It has to be a new book. If in 150 years time, science fails to save us, and all that exists is this one book. And this book is about you. It's about your life and all the incredible, amazing ups and downs that you've had. Firstly, what would the title be? And secondly, what would the summary at the back tell us about you? Uh, the title will be Heart of the Sea. And it will be about my paddle and what I discovered on the paddle to be able to share with other people. I love that. And just before I close the show and give you a chance to obviously connect with the audience with your social media handles, are there any questions or are there any messages that you want to leave the audience with today? Look, yeah, I think we covered it all. I think just test yourself, be proud of who you are, know that you can change at any time and you can be whoever you want, whenever you want. And uh, so I want to thank you as well and congratulations on, on your podcast. Thank I know you. that they're super hard to do and <laughs> yeah. um, so for you, to, for you to put them together and be dedicated and committed to it, it's, uh, yeah, I'm proud of you, mate. Thank you. I received that. That means a lot coming from yourself. And I will make sure all of your links are in the show notes for everybody at home. Damon, this has been an absolute pleasure. Obviously, we've had to relocate you three times wherever you are because of the noise. (laughs) (laughs) But hopefully people have heard your message because it's true, it's authentic. And there are just some things that in its simplest form are simple in terms of just trying to be yourself, removing certain words out of our daily language that can really help us move forward, but it will take us action. So what I do encourage people, obviously, after this episode is to follow yourself. So hopefully you can get a few people maybe sliding into your DMs and um, just asking for a little bit of help. And if you could obviously re- return that favor, I'll, I'll be internally grateful as well, my friend. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Man. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Well, for everyone else at home, thanks for listening. All right, we did it. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.